Shalom Lechem Rabbi Sai. This week's parasha, the remaining of Hashem in Chutzler, it's parasha B'Kutaisai, finishing Sefer Vayikra. <clears throat> and parasha B'Kutaisai is a very, very important parasha, especially to be read before Shavuz. As the Pasuk tells us, M'Kutaisai Telechu B'Kutaisai Tishmeru Asisim Aisa. If you will go in the way of my laws, and the mitzvahs you will keep, and you do them, the Pasuk goes on to tell us all the brachas that a person will have. It will rain in its time, and a person will have fields that will, will be produce, and people will have everything in its seasons, they'll be able to eat, they'll be able to be satiated, and be able to have everything they need. There'll be shalom and bracha, <coughs> health, and all different brachas that will come if a person goes in the ways of the laws of the Torah and keeps the mitzvahs. And then the Pasuk says, also, the person disgraces the laws of the Torah. And if the laws that I have become disgusted by you, not to do my, my chukim and my mishpatim, that you will go against the, the bris that we made between each other. So then I too will take, give that, will let you, we will go pay that in the same way. And the person will go through all different types of difficulties, and that's the Teichacha, the reprimanding that is given to cloud yourself, they don't keep the Torah. Now, the Pasuk says, If you go in the ways of my laws, if you keep the mitzvahs. Rashi says, What's this? These laws that you'll go with. So you might think that it means the mitzvahs, can't be, because right afterwards it says, this is most telling about the mitzvahs right afterwards. So what's this B'chukaisai Telechu? So the famous Rashi says, it means to tell you, Shatil Amelim Batayah. That a person needs to toil over the Torah. There's two levels to how a person learns Torah. There's learning the Torah, getting the knowledge and, and, and learning it. And then there's the toiling over the Torah. Not settling for just the superficial understanding of the Torah, we're trying to get to the depth of the Torah and trying to act, to understand and to figure out why one opinion wouldn't want to hold like the other, and to get down to the depth of the of what the Torah is talking about. Now, the Archaim Hakadosh has a long pirush, forty-two pshatim, and how to explain. This idea of how is that connected to the two Amel and the Torah? First of all, the question, one of the questions which he's bothered by is, why do we call it a chayk? A chayk is usually one of the laws that we don't understand um, the reason for it. And here we don't, we have to learn the Torah to understand what to do. Why, why is the learning the Torah considered a chayk? Why is that considered a chayk? So explain, that's what Chayim tells us. That's what's telling us that Amel and the Torah is the, is the chayk. The fact that one of the pshatas that the Rachaim Rikodesh tells us that the Torah is something that you have to review over and over and over and over again, even if you know it. The idea of that's a melos, not just learning it for this, for knowing the information, but to go ahead and to toil over it, to give myself over to the Torah, and that person has to chazir and to review it, to go over, that's the chayk. What's lush of telechu? Point to the first pshat of the Rachaim Rikodesh. He says the Pshat in Telechu is that the Torah is something and that shows us also that it's talking about Amelos, but Torah twirling over the Torah because the Torah has to be something that you take with you everywhere you go. Telechu. When does the person, when does the person take the Torah everywhere that he goes? When he toils over it. When you think over Rashi's question, you think over why, why Rashi didn't want to learn like Taisus. 
And we think over what's what's Rebbe's pshat? Why do you want to learn a kabaya? And we toil back and forth and go through the shakatari of the Gemara and come down to the depths. That's something you should take with you where you go when you're sitting on the bus, when you're walking on on the road, when you're going someplace. You know that you constantly take the tari with you. That's the the chayk is that you have to chaz it all the time according to the first chapter of Erechayim. And the and the is that you take it with you wherever you go. So here we see the greatness of this mitzvah of Amelus Batera. Now, I saw from the Rebbe's Kedosh, and he asked, "What? How do you know that this is going to Afka Batera? That the Torah is a thing that you that's the thing that you have to take with you everywhere you go. Maybe it's a different mitzvah. How do you know?" So he says an interesting pshat. He says that every mitzvah, every other mitzvah in the Torah, it is what it is. That's the mitzvah, and it doesn't change. There's no, there's no renewal of it, how, how it's performed and what we do. <coughs> it's the same thing over and over again. The rule that we take, the shofar that we blow, the, the sukkah that we sit in, it's the same format of the mitzvah that we makayim over and over. Of course, we have to find this chachas and renewal in it and appreciation for it to, to the mitzvah of the simcha, but the actual asiyas mitzvah is the same thing. Whereas, when we when we take the Torah, the Torah is something which is constantly being in every generation. Is there's all different pollution that come up, and all different pollution. Of course, there's things that come from the Torah that follow through, and that that, that lead us to come to those chiddushim. But there's constant chiddushim that are able to be um, renewed and taken to the Torah as the Torahs go on. And therefore, that's the Telechu. Throughout all the generations, the Torah is constantly there with a constant renewal. Now, if this mitzvah is such an important mitzvah. Right. Sometimes we have challenges because we live in a materialistic world, and if the Torah is the theme of the world, that's that's what we're supposed to be using as a theme to our world. Because of the pressures that we have sometimes in the financial and materialistic world, we sometimes tend to let this part fall fall aside. Not because we need to do anything wrong, because we're worried about what's going to be with our parnas and what's going to be with the things that are going to happen. So therefore. We will sometimes let this be neglected. But if a person has it crystal clear in his mind that this cannot be neglected, this is something that must be, um, you know, continued throughout all the generations because that's the Kukaisa Telehu, so then he, he'll, 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 that gives him the Chizuk to be able to understand how to make sure that even though he has to be Mephanis and Mishbacha and has the responsibility to Mephanis and his Mishbacha, but he also has to be able to make the time to make sure that he's Mekayim. This telechu, this rechukaisa telechu, the male and the Torah throughout all the generations. And the Misa with the stipler. Somebody once came to the stipler and he said to the stipler, he came to the stipler, he was worried about whether he should continue his learning, he was continuing to learn. And he wanted to know if he was being responsible with, uh, you know, staying in, in learning. So he said to him, like this, to say whether you're going to be rich or not, that I can't guarantee you. But to let you, let you, you know, one thing I could tell you is that if you're going to be learning, you're not going to lose out for the fact of being a, of, of, of learning. Again, a person has to be, know what his responsibilities are, fulfill his responsibilities, but a person doesn't have to be worried that, oh, it's because I'm learning right now, that therefore I'm going to lose out. A person will not lose out. You know, there's a story that I, that I heard <coughs> about the Moshe Aaron Stern's itself. The Moshe Aaron Stern was the Mashgiach in Kamenet Shiva. He's the grandson of the Yaakov Yosef Herman, <coughs> the book that was written by Wolf the Boss by his daughter, Rabbi Muhammad that uh, talks about uh, Rabbi Yaakov Yosef Herman, her father, and, and his grandson was a Moshe Aaron Stern. When I came to Israel, I formed a very close question with the Moshe Aaron Stern, 
I used to go to him to ask him uh, advice and Eitzes. He gave such crystal clear advice, and I used to go to Shmuzim, Kamenet Yeshiva. I formed a very close kasha with him, a very very big tzaddik, a very big talmud chacham, and he used to tell everything over just with such a clarity and an amunah pshut in Hakadosh Baruch. So there's a following story that <clears throat> this is you know this is with any mitzvah that we see that if it's a mitzvah we know that it's a tzid of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, a person doesn't have to worry about. What's going to happen in the materialistic world? We have to remember, this is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's world. But if he's telling us that the theme of the world is Amel Mutar and keeping the mitzvahs and, and being Shemitar mitzvahs, then if, if, the, if, the, if there's something that we know that's our, our, our priorities, and we know there's something that's our, that, that we have to be able to stand up to, then we don't have to worry about <coughs> what's going to happen in the materialistic world. And the following story is as, goes like this. But Maishan Stern, he was a Mashkiach, like we mentioned before, in Kamen Tzeshiva. And I remember when I was a Bachar, he used to go to make, uh, for fundraising for the Yeshiva, for Kamenets. <coughs> he used to go to Europe, and he used to go to America. I lived in Montreal, so he used to come to Montreal, and uh, he would spend time collecting there. And then Shalashudas, he used to speak in the Yeshiva when he came for Shalashudas. And that's what, you know, um, brought me to come to eventually uh, make, make a connection with him when I came to Eretz Yisrael. So Weishan Stern went to America to collect money. And he was staying somewhere in America in a certain city. And that city had like a central shul where everybody basically came to. And, you know, all the people who used to come collecting money for, for their maestas and for their different causes, that was the place that they, they would all go down. That was like a central place. When he came there, he realized it was the time of the year when <coughs> Kriyashma was, 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 you know, was go, you know, going backwards. And, um, and Ivan Kriyashma was very early, and the Rosh Stern was very, very, very careful his whole life to be to try to dab in uh, the minion that, that says Kriyashma with the time of the Magad Avram, right? Ivan Kriyashma, there's two times the Magad Avram and the Gros, the Gros a little bit later, and uh, he was always mad to try to make a min, to dab with the minion that they would say Kriyashma uh, during the minion, the Zmanchel Magad Avram. So this show wasn't going to make it, they were going to make the Gros. <coughs> time, and he decided that, okay, so I'll go daven elsewhere. So he went somewhere at the other side of town that there was an earlier minion, <coughs> daven at the time of the Magen Avram. And when he came back, he realized that, that there was something that he missed. What happened was, there was a very, very wealthy person from France that came to this city in America, and he was, he was um, you know, he had money, you know, mice of money that he wanted to give out, so the Gabbai, or there was some type of announcement that came out, anybody here who's here for any Maisit or any cause from any place can come over to this Yid, and he'll give you a uh, you know, donation. Without any question, you just went over to him, and he gave you, you know, you know, 100 franc, which is a nice amount of money. And Moshe uh, Einstein wasn't there, so he came back. One of his friends that, that he used to meet when he used to go collecting, Another Mashok who's talking to someone else says, Well, Sharon, you know, you lost out. You know, you didn't go in here this morning. And this person gave it out. He goes, Well, I wanted to make this man the Mogan Abram. He says, Okay, you might have gotten this man the Mogan Abram, but you didn't get the 100 franc. So then he said very strongly back to this person, I believe with Amunah Shlema, right? I believe with Anima Amin, the Amunah Shlema, that I'm not going to lose out anything for the fact that I tried to keep to my standard of the Mogan Abram. Can't be that I'm going to lose out for, for that reason. He said, Okay. Later on in the day, they came from Mincha, and this rich, this, uh, this, uh, usher, this wealthy person happened to dive Mincha there again. And Moshe Aaron was there with all the other people. And this person, I says, Moshe Aaron, that's him, that's the guy that gave it out. 
was a few minutes before Mincha. So Moshe decided that he's going to go over to this wealthy person and he's going to tell him, you know, he'll ask him, he'll tell him he's collecting from the Kamen Yeshiva. So Obis is assigned to Jeopardy, I'm here for the Kamen Yeshiva. So no problem, he puts his hand in the pocket, takes out a hundred franc, he gets to him and says, you know, and the Moshe Einstein got his hundred franc. Then they dab Mincha. After Mincha, this shul, they used to have a sheer Mishnayis between Mincha and Mayim. So they, they knew Rabbi Shainstein as a person that was very respectful whenever he would come to the shul. So they would have him if he could be the one to say the shir and Mishnais that night. So everyone was there in the shul. And Rabbi Shainstein gets up to give the shir. And this usher, this wealthy person, was very, very, very impressed with the Moshe Aaron. So he goes over to the Gabbai and he says, do you know who he is? He goes, I don't know who he is personally. He comes here all the time. He comes here at least once a year. But one thing I can tell you is he's a Adam Yashin, as straight as they come. Real Emestika Tam Chacham is Adam Yashin. So he was so impressed with the Rosh Stern, Shir, his whole, his whole character, who he was. And afterwards he came up to me and said, You know what? I have enough. Here, take another 300 franc. So here he got 400 franc. And then they have Myrev. At the end of Myrev, this, this person, this wealthy person, realizes, Hey, I'm going back tomorrow to France and I brought with me. A certain amount of money that I have to give out, and I'm left with money by me. I have nothing to. This is all my some money. I have to give it away. So he goes over to this to, to my and says, "You know what? I'm left over with a thousand franc inside my pocket for the also to give out. I don't have anyone to give it to. I'm leaving soon to, to the airport. Take it to Yeshiva's comments. Please take it to Yeshiva." Now he hit Stern walked away from him and says, "You know, it's interesting. You take those out sometimes." When we give in, when we give, to, when we do the things that we're supposed to be doing, it turned out in the end that if he been around in the morning and he would have gone over to get his hundred franc, he would have been online with everybody else. Here, he went, to, he went to Daven Bizman Morgan Abraham, and then he was the he was a yachet. They went over. That was something that made an impression by <coughs> this wealthy person. It's all ashkacha, okay. And that person took favor in him, and in the end, he wound up with fourteen hundred franc, and everyone else just wound up with a hundred. You never lose out when you give out for Ratzel Hashem. That's the insight. And that's something which if a person ingrains himself. Don't just learn the Torah. Toil of the Torah. Toil in the Torah. Work and break yourself in the Torah to connect yourself to the Torah. As we know, Yisrael Bereis and Kut Shemichu Chadim. Koshbochu and the Torah and Chai Yisrael all in one. When we learn the Torah, we toil over the Torah, that makes the biggest connection that we can with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and, and that enables us to be able to come and build ourselves to come to bigger and greater places. We're holding now just not too many days before Shavuos. And with Hashem, we should all be able to instill inside ourselves this Kayach of Amelis with Torah, this Kayach of just feeling content that the Torah is the source of all our, all our, all our Hatzlacha. Kehem chayen yameinu. And with that, to be able to stand strong, that even sometimes when we have the challenges of the materialistic world, not to let them overrule us, but let the Torah be able to be the dominating kayach to keep us strong. And with Hashem, with that, like the Pasuk says, that the rain will come in its time, and all the Panas and all the Hatzlach of Hashem. And we should come with that as a preparation for Kabbalah's Torah of Hashem next Matzah Shabbos. And Yelta, Yvatsliach, Basan Amish Brachas. Kaltub, everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos. Kaltub.